0: to the hall of heroes podcast with your
1: host jared buckman Stubbs and matthew Sterling. i am vengeance i am the knight i am batman
0: hey guys you ever seen that really old movie uh, empire strikes back jesus tony how old is this guy i don't know i didn't carbon date him he's on the young side oh. Fuck that man you ever tried shawarma huh? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. (laughs) Let the good times roll. And welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman Stubbs, and I am joined by the one and only Spencer Simpson.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to... uh to this week's episode, we've got a lot of good stuff coming for you, uh, mostly trailers and posters, but they are all insanely awesome to see. And so we'll be breaking some of that down later on. But why don't we start off with uh with talking about how our weeks went uh, so Jared? How was your how was your week like? I,
0: I think that's gonna be what we call the weekly review in the show notes now, like the day in the I like. <laughs> uh, No, uh this past week I turned twenty-one uh which was a lot of fun got to go out for a drink at midnight and then went to the uh to the casino with with me familia um awesome. ready for steel city con and uh yeah today's my uh, my old man's birthday so
2: lots of yeah fun yeah be sh- be sure to wish him a happy birthday for me it's been a while since i've since i've been around for dinner or something but please uh make sure that he has my best wishes and and a very happy birthday to you as well Uh, for, uh, on on behalf of the Simpson family, I'm glad to hear that you made it out to the casino. (laughs) I remember, I remember I was talking with your mom about, uh, about what my 21st birthday would look like, hopefully. And I said something about, uh, going to, going to Geo's with you and Joel for a, for a late night beverage. And she said, Oh, to hell with that, man. I'm taking your ass to the casino you're going to have a, you're, you're going to get wasted. No, that's not what she said, but, but I do look forward to that day because I know that that it's going to be a really fun time hanging out with, uh, with your family and with Joel. But, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you about my week. I didn't have, uh, busy week. I did have, uh, my last paper for this month due this morning and I am so glad that is out of the way. My next paper isn't due until the first week of May, so I have uh, several weeks to chill out and to make sure I finish Game of Thrones before the new season comes out. That's my my main task from this point forward.
0: Uh, I need to do I'm that. Getting... I'm, in between, I'm in between trying to get through both of the Thrawn novels so that I can review Treason when it comes out and also trying to get Game of Thrones.
2: Oh, man, it is so good. I did not think it could get any better, but I continue to be surprised, and I cannot wait for the new season to drop in a couple weeks. But uh, besides that, it's been it's been a pretty chill week for me. Not too much going on. I do have Steel City Con to look forward to next weekend, and I've got a, a spring party here at school uh, this coming weekend. So I should be having all kinds of fun in the coming weeks.
0: Turn up, as the kids say. Awesome. All right. Uh, real quick before we hop on into the news. Uh, just wanted to give you guys a quick heads up that you are slowly but surely running out of time to order your Avengers, whatever it takes shirt from our T public store. Uh, it's a really cool design Tim Maddox and I came up with. It's like a fractured, shattered version of the Avengers symbol. Uh, and beneath it, like it says in the last trailer, whatever it takes and the A and whatever and the A and takes is the same fractured Avengers symbol. Uh, be sure to order yours sooner rather than later so that you can get it in time for the movie. They're only like 20 bucks, 26 ish after shipping. It's a really nice design. Uh, I got mine with the purple. I thought that the purple looked the coolest, uh, but you can get it whatever color you want. It's really cool. Uh, so yeah, get that and be ready to avenge the fallen. Uh, but
2: yeah. Like that, those shirts look really sharp. I would, I would definitely recommend you get your hands on one of those and the purple, for sure looks the best with, with the logo, as you were saying, with the uh with the marketing that they've been doing for Endgame. It's a really solid shirt. You gotta check them out. Make sure you get your hands on one before it's too late.
0: Absolutely. Want to make sure everybody has them in, in time. Um, but with that, we're gonna jump right in to some Joker talk. Uh the poster and trailer for Todd Phillips Joker standalone movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. Poster came out last night. We got the teaser trailer this morning, and my interest was very high for this. But you can consider it peaked after that
2: trailer. I'm in. I agree. Uh, We saw a lot of really interesting backstory, which some fans really craved, and some fans were 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 just as happy without it. Uh, But it it seems to be. Um, they are really going to take the backstory route of the Joker being a failed comedian, uh, who all, all kinds of stuff is just going bad in his life, uh, with his family and with himself. And, uh, it appears like he has some sort of diagnosable mental illness as well, uh, based on some subtle hints in the, in the trailer. And it, it looks like a familiar, but, uh, uh, realized, Take on the Joker's backstory and what that would look like. And Jared, do you want to say anything about the poster? What do you think?
0: The, the poster is incredibly eerie. Um, ever since we got that first look and all the set leaks that have been coming out for this movie over the past few months, um I have nothing but confidence in Joaquin Phoenix as an actor and the performance he'll turn in for The Joker. Uh, I will say I was not overly thrilled with the design of his outfit and I'm still a little on the fence. I don't know how I feel about the orange suit, uh, or the, um, the very John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy-esque makeup. Uh, me personally, I always prefer bleached skin and bleached hair. Like that's my ideal for the Joker is it's not makeup. That's, that's what he looks like. Um. But nonetheless aside from design, I I absolutely love what we're seeing. I love um physicality he's bringing to the role. Uh like you said, like there's very clearly something not right with him, which is supposed to be the point. Um I also really like there was like a in the trailer there's like a really subtle nod to uh Taxi Driver.
2: The uh with him getting hit by the the cab, you mean?
0: No, no, with, uh, like there was like a scene where he was just like kind of like, kind of like the very similar, like, uh, with, um, De Niro just kind of like in his room by himself. Like, oh,
2: service. right, 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 right. I got um, You
0: you know, kind of hints at that, uh, you know, paying lip service to that because I'm pretty sure Scorsese's, uh, the producer on this as well. So you have that. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I like the whole idea. Um, uh, I typically like my Batman villains to exist after Batman comes around, but I'm really interested in this whole idea of like Joker kicking around while Thomas Wayne is running for mayor. Like, I find that really interesting, and I'm, I'm look, I'm
2: looking forward to
0: it. You know, it's going to be a really cool, self-contained story about the Clown Prince of it's. It's, it's all exciting stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward and, – and it seemed like in uh, in the end of Batman Begins, whenever they – what the next movie is going to bring. And and Gordon and Batman are up on the roof, and he says, there's this guy. You might want to check him out. Uh, seems to be causing all kinds of havoc. He leaves a calling card, and of course it's, it's a Joker card. Uh, it seems to imply, at least within that – Nolan trilogy that the Joker has been around for a good while, but has just kept to the low life, uh, mob scene and hasn't really, uh, hasn't really escalated his efforts to the point where, uh, Batman would need to intervene. So it is interesting to think with him being around and, and kind of getting his story started when, when Thomas Wayne is, is still alive and Bruce is just a boy that makes, um, continuity a little a little more interesting something to think about something to chew on uh you know well where has he been all this time uh so i wonder as to to make any wild theories but i'm curious to see if they make an additional movie for joker with Joaquin Phoenix uh, sort of to to fill the space before the next um, the, as they're introducing Batman again in the DCU, I wonder if, if the Joker will get more than one film to sort of fill that space, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you, now they've said this is supposed to be a standalone, but anything can change and Warner brothers can throw as much money as they want at any of these projects. Do you think Walking Phoenix is going to be our Joker like come time for the Matt Reeves, the Batman, or do you think we're going to like, this is going to remain a standalone project?
2: Um, you know the the Warner Brothers uh, company has had sort of a mixed attitude toward the actors they put in their projects. It seems like they want to maintain that character continuity, uh, like we have in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, where every time you see a character in a role, it'll almost definitely be the same actor. Uh, but at the same time, with with uh, with Ben Affleck walking, and uh, and as well, it seems like there's a decent chance that they're just going to take whatever they can get at this point. And based on the look of how Joaquin is going to do in this in this movie, it looks like Warner Brother is going to be really pleased with that. And I would not be at all surprised if they ask him to stay on for uh, whenever we get Batman in the coming years. Uh, I think what it'll depend on, much as it has with Affleck and, and Smith, is it's going to depend a lot on what uh, Joaquin Phoenix is willing to put into the franchise.
0: Absolutely. Like I said, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. Part of me, I mean, I know we haven't seen the movie itself yet. Part of me wants it to stay its own contained thing. But like if Joaquin Phoenix turns in a really good performance, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing him. Alongside whoever Matt Reeves brings on for the bat. I also love that title. title, The Batman. Um, Yeah. Moving right along. Spencer, you want to talk about star girl.
2: Star girl. This is a character that I never really came in contact with when I was doing my comic book reading and searching the web on, on boring Friday nights with nothing better to do. Uh, But character of star girl which has been featured in several dc shows uh like smallville and legends of tomorrow uh will be getting uh, her own show by the looks of it uh starring breck bassinger any any additional thoughts there what you think the show is going to look like what you hope to see
0: I mean, I mean, it's it's cool. I like the fact that uh, Warner Brothers with the DC Universe streaming service is very acutely aware of who their audience is, um, and they're really swinging for the fences, knowing that if you're subscribed to DC Universe, you're a DC diehard. So they can oh, yeah, absolutely. So they can be like, "What the hell? Let's give Star Girl a show." They can get the, away with the, that because they know the market's there for. Them
2: with the with the DCEU is is really commendable, especially can uh, considering some of the 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 bad movies that have come out recently or i I wouldn't go far as to say bad, but the movies that didn't quite meet our expectations and exactly and and I think uh, Warner Brothers. And the uh, the DCEU have become acutely aware through that process of just how loyal the fan base is. And I think this is uh, an attempt to both reward them for their loyalty, to give them something uh, that they can hopefully root for and really enjoy, but also introduce somebody that uh, that hasn't necessarily had the spotlight yet.
0: Yeah, and, like, and look at the shows that have been on DC Universe so far. Like you have um... – you Know Titans, which has had mixed reviews, and then you have Doom Patrol, which everyone has lost their friggin' minds over. Like, I kind of uh, want to so- get DC Universe because Doom Patrol, I've not heard a bad thing about it.
2: The inconsistency with the DCEU at this point and uh, their TV shows is the biggest frustration for me. That with Marvel, we see a pretty consistent. Quality of film of TV show uh but with with d c you know even looking at the trailer, you might not have any idea what to expect or or what sort of a product they're gonna put out there for us. but I'm looking forward to it. uh hopefully I can get around to seeing some of that so we can review the the episodes whenever it comes out. I'm sure Jared will watch them <laughs> um, but uh, look forward yeah, to. And so, keep yeah, your ear some, to the ground.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we have some really cool uh, Far From Home posters uh, that just came out this past week. They all look really cool.
2: Um, Do indeed.
0: You know, the, there's not much to chew on with that. Uh, you know, that's it's very straight stuff. Um, they're, they're movie posters. <laughs> Uh, but they do look really nice. I'm a big fan of the one. Let me find it. For me for favorite, it's a toss up between him uh in England. I really like that pose. And I also like the one him, uh hanging
2: upside down reading the magazine. Yeah, yeah, those are those those are really fun posters.
0: Yeah, it fits the character, you know, like you can tell the tone and it's one of those things that like, I think is going to be really kind of the same way, fit, like how Ant-Man and the Wasp is what immediately followed Infinity War. It's going to be really nice to get something like a Spider-Man movie to immediately fi- uh, follow up Endgame. Right, right. Because it's a palate cleanser, you know. Infinity War and, pro- and most likely for Endgame are going to be some of the most.
2: Heavy. Um, it's just, that's the that's the best word I can think for it. Just some really heavy content.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like it's they're going to be so heavy, so intense and emotionally taxing that like like with Ant-Man and the Wasp, it was really nice to go from. Oh, my God, all of these characters you've loved for 10 years are just died in front of you.
2: Right, and then you right. get to
0: watch Paul Rudd, you know, goof around for a of
2: <laughs> Yeah. Um, Paul Paul Rudd I think fills that role as well of the of the the Marvel palate cleanser. You know, just just here to have a good time. That's I see in his movies and and the Spider-Man homecoming was so enjoyable and I absolutely cannot wait for Far From Home. Same. My favorites, I think it's not so much that I have a favorite that looks really good. Um, I personally am a big fan of uh, Peter in the Iron Spider suit hanging upside down, kissing MJ. And no... It is not just because he's kissing MJ. I just really like the warm color um aesthetic that it's got and something else that I noticed in a couple of these posters I picked out some some interesting details that we'll talk about here in a second. But in that particular poster with uh Peter and MJ kissing, they it looks like they're in that same you I know uh, orange hazy pagoda like uh, uh world where Thanos encounters young Gamora in Avengers infinity war.
0: I was going to say, but I think you're looking at a fan made one. I'm look, I see which one you're talking about. Uh, I'm looking at the same one. That is a fan made here. I'll send you the post by collider that has the, this is all a lie.
2: My whole life is a lie. (laughs) It's so embarrassing. My
0: whole life is a lie.
2: I like it though. doesn't change the fact that I like it. No, I I I love that one quite a lot. Actually, that that that
0: that that hurt me to look at it. If I'm honest with you,
2: no, I just, I love I absolutely love the uh, the the warm aesthetic. Yeah, and uh, well,
0: yeah. I sent you on on Instagram. I sent you the little uh, cult, the slideshow that Collider has.
2: Hopefully, so, the uh, other ones that I was going to talk about are in here because there's uh talk about in there as well. Are those the
0: only ones? Yeah, these are the three that came out for uh,
2: Far None of these are the ones I I wanted to talk about. Realized. Heck, why don't we talk about them anyway? (laughs) Some of the other ones, if you do just like a quick Google search, as Jared kindly alerted me a moment ago, some of the ones that you will find are fan-made and are not the real deal, but still have some cool aesthetic vibes to them. I'm looking at one right now um, that has – it looks legit, but then again, nothing is safe for me at the moment. Well, With, that, that's, uh,
0: that's that's nothing against you though. That's like the fan Photoshop community that is just like like you know that one guy, Boss Logic. Yeah, yeah. He made an official like Disney had him make an official poster for for uh, Endgame. Really? Like they contacted him. Like one of his like a piece of his work is an official Endgame poster.
2: That's pretty cool. I mean, I'm no artist myself, but now I kind of want to make some
0: posters.
2: (laughs) Some of the other, again, nothing is safe at the moment because I'm looking at at Google. But one of the ones that I thought was really interesting, um, really cool looking, uh, a poster. The majority of the frame is taken up by Spider-Man kind of looking over his shoulder uh, at what I think is... London, but it could be any any city. It's just a city in the background. There's this purple haze over the city, and reflected in his in his eyepieces is this this purple. Also, a really stronger haze with a lightning bolt, and uh, and the villain is featured in there as well with his chromey helmet and his fishbowl hat.
0: Yeah, that I actually really like that one. That's the other thing is like I love how they brought Mysterio's outfit to life but also kept that like they, they they were able to make him intimidating while also like keeping the fishbowl head
2: yeah yeah because honestly if I saw a guy running at me with a fishbowl on his head I'd probably first of all I'd laugh hysterically second of all I'd pick up a rock and chuck it at his head just to see what would happen <laughs> 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 you know call me strange and crazy some of these I, I don't know I, it. <laughs> I really am enjoying the more i'm looking at these and seeing like oh yeah these are definitely fan made i'm really enjoying some of these posters including one of them by it looks like diego designer on instagram it's uh Spider-Man standing in front of a building with with these big uh, kind of a Times Square looking vibe with these giant screens. One of them says "Rest in Peace," and it's got Captain America as like a tribute up on on the sign. And then down in the corner, which again this is a fan made poster, so don't take anything for for factual. But down in the corner on another one of these uh, kind of like a, a ticker crawling screen that you find around buildings, it says Reed Richards is in the city. And that caught my eye that it was official, silly me, but that caught my eye thinking, well, well, dang. That's a Look lot. Look what we've got already. You know, the, the, the buyout of a uh, 20th century Fox by Disney just happened. What we talked about this two episodes ago, maybe one episode ago.
0: Yeah. An episode.
2: Ago, and so, yeah. and ready posters being made reeling the fantastic four into the the mcu which is super exciting but anyway i'm yeah. on fan-made posters but we can talk uh about the real ones uh <laughs> courtesy of collider um yeah these are some really really cool looking um some really cool looking posters here is like jared said spider-man on top of the giant Ferris wheel in London, whose name escapes me at the moment.
0: Oh, I can't remember.
2: It's going to bother okay. me. Yeah. If this was a live feed, I'd tell somebody to, to comment and try to figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. London Ferris wheel. What's it called? I think it's called the Eye. I think that's right. right that's it. So that's the okay. first poster. Spider Man doing this cool pose, uh, kind of crouchy, like a spider silhouette in the background uh big ben the house of parliament and he's sitting up there on top of the london eye which is a super cool looking poster the second one which is my personal favorite is uh spider-man doing another uh superhero landing <laughs> um, uh, pose
0: <laughs> superhero landing.
2: in front advice. of Brandenburg gate in berlin and the third one is Venice with some gondolas and there's a nice river flowing and he's hanging upside down like Jared said this is uh, your other favorite right the yeah. the poster or the the, the magazine
0: Yeah look at that that one's like the most like fun feeling one but I also just like like the classic like Spider-Man action pose on the one with him on top of the eye
2: Yeah so. these honestly folks you should really check these out if you haven't already these are really cool looking posters uh some of the some of the most encouraging posters I've seen in a while. Check them out for sure. But it, it seems very obvious to me that wherever Spider-Man's ventures take him, he will be in at least three places. London, Venice, and Berlin. So we can look <laughs> forward to we can look forward to a multilingual dictionary in the future <laughs> during Far From Home. I think we can move right on to some of the endgame posters. Jared? Initial thoughts. Yes. What do you think?
0: So we got a lot of stuff like related to Endgame's marketing campaign this week. Um, we got the we got a bunch of like different international posters. All of them fairly similar to the one we got about like a week or so ago. That's just all of them lined up. Some of them are in a different order in a different layout. Um, I think my favorite was the Chinese poster that oh, for like sure. The, the with like the silhouette of all of the fallen Avengers below them.
2: Yeah, down in front. Yeah, and, that- uh, It seems like the the majority of the posters that have come out this week have, in some way or another, incorporated quote the fallen, in the poster. Um, they they take a much less prominent position in the poster, but um, like Jared said, in this Chinese poster, they're kind of featured standing together. In a in a in a sort of somewhat unorganized tableau, silhouetted, and you can pick out who they are by their shapes, but there's yeah. no distinct um, facial features or anything uh, involved with that. And then there's this IMAX poster, which looks so cool. It's my favorite for sure, of the ones that have dropped this week. Uh, the poster says, "Experience Avengers Endgame to the fullest." I saw. Spider Man homecoming in an IMAX theater and it was incredible. So um, Oh yeah, I
0: forgot you saw that in IMAX.
2: Yeah, and it was so visually stunning and I wish it was an IMAX theater within a hundred miles of, of my college so that I could go see that in IMAX. But uh featured above the the torsos and heads of the the heroes that will be featured heavily in Endgame is um a somewhat faded picture of Thanos in the middle with uh you know Nick Fury and Black Panther Loki even um the the main characters that that we saw vaporized in, in Infinity War featured there well, as well really cool looking poster
0: yeah with that um uh you talking about Shuri, I wanted to talk about the Avengers of the Fallen poster campaign that came out mm-hmm. um so we got an a, individual character poster for basically each of the main players in the MCU as of right now. Um, everybody got a poster, but those who uh, were struck down during the events of Infinity War, theirs was in black and white. Now, in one of the Endgame trailers, we were greeted by the fact that on that big screen that has all of the missing, quote, quote-unquote missing people on it shuri uh t'challa's sister was listed as one of the missing and from that point like, so, "Ooh, is shuri dead is she kicking around out there what's going on with her this confirmed that she did in fact die during the events of uh infinity war as her poster is black and white but we also very specifically got valkyrie in color so valkyrie survived the snap and. uh by the looks of it we'll be seeing Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie show up in uh, Endgame which is really cool. Um not a, very unexpected was not you know counting on seeing Valkyrie show up uh but she'll be a part of that fight. Um and yeah everybody else who fell for the most part is in here with I think the only per- the only two people who are not in this poster lineup are Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne.
2: I- because they the of- they aren't available for pictures. They are uh, in the quantum realm, right?
0: <laughs> Presumably.
2: Yeah, if you do a quick Google search, um, Google Images Avengers Endgame poster, the three that I think are the best that you should definitely see, there's a Russian poster, um, the IMAX poster, and the Chinese poster are all really fabulous looking. Be sure to check those out. You will not be disappointed.
0: Not with the Chinese poster on a shirt.
2: Oh, that's for sure the best.
0: That's my that's my favorite. Um, But yeah, lots of really cool stuff. Very very much building up this idea about the Avengers avenging, and I love that. Um, You know, because it kind of plays into that line Tony had in the very first Avengers movie, was that you know if we can't save the Earth, we'll be you'll be damn sure we'll avenge it.
2: Right. Right.
0: And, like, we get to see them, like, be desperate to get a win. Um, And I think that's a really good transition into uh, just making sure I'm not skipping any stories. Um, We got the cool special look at uh, Avengers Endgame. Um, Before we talk about any of the footage we saw in that, whenever this trailer, this little special look, quote-unquote, came out, um, Tickets officially went on sale for Avengers Endgame and it crashed AMC's app and website. <laughs> Avengers Endgame is currently the highest grossing film as far as uh, pre sale tickets go. Um, at the time, it was, but before this, the top three were Infinity War, The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi um so endgame bumped down infinity war and now the top three are endgame infinity war and the force awakens
2: so rightfully so
0: yeah my my whole my whole beat is dominating that uh, pre-sale tickets which makes me happy (laughs) there's some job security here
2: are you able to snag a ticket
0: i don't worry about that typically with amc down in greensburg Because, like, nobody in this area freaks out about that kind of thing. Or if they do, they get tickets for a better theater. (laughs) Like, they they go to, like, a bigger one, like, at the lobby front. So I wasn't super like, oh, no, I'm going to miss my tickets. I was just kind of like, oh, I'll get them in a week. When you know, just when this
2: whole thing blows over, and AMC is able to pick up the pieces of their busted website,
0: yeah. Like I said, I doubt that. Like it's going to be sold out at AMC Classic down here. And I mean, I'll be heartbroken if it is, but I highly doubt it. Like we never had an issue with Infinity War, we never had an issue with the Force Awakens or any of the other more recent Marvel or Star Wars movies. So I think we'll be pretty okay
2: but oh, for sure you
0: know, I, I i took my chances on that one i rolled the dice i didn't freak out for my ticket
2: um yeah and i won't be able to but, see it the first weekend it comes out but hopefully at some point during the week i'll be able to the following week when do you come said, home? Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait when do you come home
2: or around easter about. around the 15th the 17th something like that yeah I'll be able to actually now that I think about it.
0: I was gonna say, well, because I definitely want to see it with you, even if you've already well, seen absolutely. it.
2: Absolutely. Even if it's my third watch, we are going to see Avengers Endgame.
0: You wanna you wanna hear some ridiculous shit about me with Infinity War? Uh
2: I yeah. Saw
0: it, I saw it three times
2: opening weekend. <laughs> I mean, I went Friday <laughs> and Saturday. No, I went Thursday and Friday, that's right. But I wasn't uh been that dedicated to see i couldn't stop watching three times in opening weekend
0: that's how i've been about us like you need to see us like when you're home i mean probably not for steel city because that weekend is going to be so damn busy but like you need to see us i was floored by that movie i've been waiting to go see it for a second time since last tuesday movie was incredible You'd love it. You'd
2: love <laughs> it. it will, I this isn't, uh,
0: will you the way Hereditary did, but it is uh, okay.
2: So, okay. So For fun. those of you who remember, Jared has <laughs> taken me on two different occasions to see a movie that I had no previous ideas about. And in both cases, they were movies that absolutely scared the turd out of me. So, on the off chance that Jared ever invites you to see a movie that you don't really know about, just, just, <laughs> Be prepared Maybe bring an extra <laughs> set of undies In case you soil yours
0: You did really well <laughs> with it
2: You did really well with it I have not jumped That high Out of my seat in a very long time you, yeah, you as really bad Because it. it was more a mess with your mind thing Than it was a scare the heck out of you Sort of a thing Yeah, And I tend to do better with the With the thrillers than with the slashers
0: yeah. But, but I, I prefer something that gets inside of your brain over like hack and slash kind of thing. Right, right. Hereditary, you were just you were just unnerved for it like an hour it's, and a half. it's
2: because you didn't tell me if I should expect any jump scares. So the whole thing, I was like kind of tense, waiting for something to, to to get at me. But it just it just festered in my mind the whole time. But anywho, we digress. Let's jump into the actual special look from Endgame, some things that we noticed. First of all, um in the first uh 5 seconds of the special look when Mark Ruffalo is having his line inside the the facility, the other trailers where the Avengers are kind of using as their headquarters. I don't know how deeply we should read into this, but there is a bow and arrow hanging on the wall.
0: I saw this in like somebody else's breakdown and I was like that that's weird i don't know if this is important but that's strange yeah
2: and 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 marvel does this thing where they hide all these details in their trailers where you can find them and sometimes they're legit and sometimes they're they're red herrings but it makes me almost wonder if uh clint has a more heavy involvement with that place than we've been previously led to believe because it kind of looks like the same facility that we first meet roadie in Infinity War
0: Oh yeah which, that's the upstate New York
2: All like right right said. So even though Hawkeye has been underground since the events of Civil War trying to not get involved in anything I wonder if he just was there whenever the interior decorator came by with all of the the ancient African artifacts, and he was like, "That bow looks awesome. I want that on the wall." Or if he's been snooping around secretly um, during the events of Infinity War since since Civil War. I don't know. I don't think we should read too heavily into it, but food no, for thought. It's
0: still noticeable. Yeah, I my, I read into that as like, oh hey, they put something up there to kind of like, hey, this is our friend Clint. You know, like, this is yeah. supposed to kind of reference him.
2: Um, they haven't forgotten you, even if you're, you know, dead, possibly. The dead yeah, do they, possibly. do they know at this point whether he's alive or not? I don't think I mean, they do.
0: He's, he's in the room. I mean, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they make it very clear that they know he's on house arrest.
2: Right, right. But after Infinity War, like, after the snap... I can't specifically remember any instance. It's probable that Nat reaches out to him as soon as it happens to see if it was, if he's all right. Yeah. It almost it, like I've been saying, it looks a lot like like he's going to start out as a as a working underground on his own sort of a sort of a character at the beginning of End Endgame until they bring him in. So maybe she didn't contact him. Maybe she wasn't able to reach him
0: yeah there's that there's i also think that like i don't know i like the idea that you know his family or at least part of it dies in the snap and like
2: it's very uh sadistic of you jared liking the idea that all his family is dead
0: no
2: not that. we you're good we discussed this at length last week
0: and like uh, i like the idea that you know kind of like in the force awakens there's that one line about how like after ben solo went crazy han and leia kind of just went back to doing what they were best
2: at yeah i like the I, idea that i, I got like you like once yeah once shit hits the fan he goes back to to hunting yeah. bad guys it makes it makes sense i'll give you that it does in make more sense in a like
0: ruthless way like he like like he's hurt and he wants to take that hurt out but also like part of him still has that coping mechanism of being a superhero.
2: Right. So So like
0: he's in this really weird middle ground of like I just want like I just want my my fist and my sword to hit skin, but also like I'm going to do it to the really bad people who deserve it because fuck those guys.
2: It's possible. It is possible and I do look forward to to seeing how they develop him in the movie throughout the trailer
0: did you notice the huge sleeve he has? how it's like i did
2: I did notice the samurai sleeve um and <laughs> remember in sleeve. I like it. <laughs> do and and remember in uh the first end game trailer when we first see him and he's got that uh that really high and really tight haircut and he's wearing that 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 dark uh combatant suit, the colors and the the around indicate that he's in some portion of southeast asia
0: yeah so
2: so not. maybe maybe that's where he got his samurai tattoo uh, maybe he's in japan even i know that's not technically southeast asia i don't think but
0: no i mean just because he's
2: like a little samurai right so so possibly part of his his underground work takes him to japan Possibly undercover. I can't think of any other reason why Clint would get a samurai tattoo besides being undercover. Or
0: he but, like got really into samurai
2: after his fame. <laughs> I mean, he does have a sword. Really into it, like like really, into like an an <laughs> an unhealthy obsession with samurai.
0: Well, because there was a whole like, and I saw somebody talking about like you know how he comes under the Ronin and is like the. Uh, samurai who no longer has a master to serve, like that's where that persona is born out of. Like he no longer has his family to protect, so yeah. he'll just protect what's left. Um, yeah. but we always end up harping on Hawkeye, and I don't know how. I don't know it's be- why. We, it's like,
2: because he's low key the coolest Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> he's he doesn't get nearly enough attention because he doesn't have yeah. superpowers. He's just a a wizard with a bow. Pretty much stuff uh, that we see in the trailer. There's a, a heartfelt embrace between Pepper and Tony when he finally makes it back to Earth. Did you notice that uh, uh, he's
0: wearing Star Lord's jacket?
2: Did not notice that.
0: Yeah, he's wearing Peter Quill's coat.
2: Did you know that? It barely, it's barely. It's Tony wears leather just because it's a, a dark shade of leather. Does not mean?
0: I'm pretty sure he stole the jacket off.
2: It makes sense. He stole a poncho off a wooden Indian in Iron Man (laughs) Three.
0: That's such a specific scene. I I forgot about that until right now. I I just love that. I just conversation.
2: I idolize Tony Stark's attitude in that moment where you know the Mandarin just destroyed his home. He has no idea if Pepper's okay. Okay, he's in across the country and what's the first thing he says? Hey, it's me. I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I'm in this really and that I gotta sort out. I just stole a poncho from a wooden Indian. <laughs> it's 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 so telling of of his character that that's a detail he feels the need to share with pepper that like he's in, he almost like a Sean Spencer, sort of a detail (laughs) where like, like I am going to tell you exactly the state I'm in by telling you that I just stole a poncho from a wooden Indian. That's how you know that this is legit. That's how you know that I'm actually in, in, in a tight spot is because poncho. Poncho because poncho there's poncho um
0: okay. there's that uh i i want to i want to save um some of these shots for later like uh cap talking to tony right, right? and um all the rubble because there was a lego leak that kind of points us out towards where that or to where one of these scenes takes place that i wanted to talk about um but outside of that um, there was a really a really, really somber moment where Tony's looking at the photograph of him with Peter Parker, yeah which um, you know, and it shows like and I think a lot of people like and it's funny to characterize it this way, where like the whole that weird relationship between Tony and Peter
2: being very one
0: way, and like
2: it's funny, yeah, I don't I, think, think it, it is like, though again this is this will this one burst out into a completely new tangent, but I think in his own Tony Stark way, I think Tony has filled the empty role of a, of a father figure for him. And I think Tony is driven as much by affection at this point as he is by remorse, maybe not quite, but I think that, that Tony just wanting to have a Peter Parker back in his life is as much a motivation for getting him back as as the guilt of him him dying in the first place,
0: and that's the other thing is like this occurred to me like the way you you put that um let I mean a yeah, like you said like he's he's become the new father figure in his life, and Tony loves him like a son, you know, you see that, in, like what Tony says to him in homecoming with the whole you know, I wanted to be like you, I wanted you to be better,
2: yeah, you know like and you, the, the you, whole no, 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 zip it, the adults are talking, you know that yeah. that that kind of jargon between the two of them. You you
0: can see how much he does really care about him and needs him to like be better than he was. Um, but what you said there needs him back. I don't we all know that they're gonna come back because we know what these people's contracts look like. We know that Spider-Man and Far From Home's coming. We know that there's a Doctor Strange and a Black Panther sequel lined up. We know all this. We I don't think we as like the audience are appreciating the fact that. I don't think the Avengers realize that they can bring their friends back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think we've ever, like, taken it con- into consideration that their goal isn't bring them back. It's make this son of a bitch pay.
2: Yeah, And, and if it's possible, which it probably yeah. isn't, bring them back.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is I don't even know if that's on their radar at this moment. You know, like I think at this point it's a very like we need to bring Thanos to justice and like fix the world with what we have left, um mm-hmm. you know with that one line uh Bruce Banner has with the whole you know we're going in short staffed you know what what do you mean because he killed all our friends <laughs> Brody. Um, yeah but uh but uh jumping back to one of the shots you were talking about a moment ago with the um with pepper uh hugging Tony. That also uh finally answered the question as to who was in the missing gap from the Super Bowl ad. Because there is that one shot in the Super Bowl ad where they're all standing in the field outside of the Avengers facility. And there's like a huge gap between <laughs> some of the characters. Yeah. And you know, clearly it looks like Pepper's gonna be standing there somewhere in the mix. Um
2: the rescue suit yeah, what
0: what Yeah, probably. definitely going to be seeing Rescue. Um, We also see Tony flying around what looks like New York.
2: Yep, in a a souped-up armor. I don't know if it was a meme or if it was legitimate, but I saw something on Instagram today that was like a comparison between suits, and it had Mark IV and then side-by-side the suit from this shot, and it said like Mark 83 or something like that. So (laughs) I don't know if that's legitimate, but it seems like Tony has certainly been busy.
0: Yeah, no, I think it is up to mark eighty-three at the point though. Um but uh we also we see that and then um we can get into this part. The shot of Tony and Cap shaking. And I'm going to be a little bit, you know, put your tinfoil hats on. Time to speculate responsibly. Um I think that is time travel. I think that shot of Tony in New York is time travel. I think uh, all of the New York stuff is time travel because I think they went back in time to the Battle of um, I think that's Tony trying to find a way to either snag or analyze the Tesseract. And I think that we are being fooled by Marvel CGI in the scene uh, where they're shaking hands. I don't think Cap is wearing his Nomad costume. I think that is Chris Evans in his Avengers 1 outfit, and I think that we are being deceived by the CG.
2: I'm going to disagree with you on that one for two reasons. First of all, it looks like Tony's got some gray in his hair, which wouldn't necessarily contradict you uh, concerning the time travel thing. But second... If you look at the chest piece in Captain America's uniform, the star is missing, which was the first thing I noticed when I saw the Nomad. And um, I think that since that star is missing, unless it happens in some freakish accident in the Battle of New York, while Tony's running around. Now, to give you some credit there, it would make a lot of sense for... If Tony were to just show up on the scene and now there's two of them and one of them is from the future, what?
0: Exactly. What I'm saying is I'm saying, yes, he is wearing the nomad suit in that shot. But I think that that it's being CGI'd in. The Uh, same way.
2: Okay, okay.
0: I'm saying that like, I don't think when we see that scene of him saying, do you trust me? And he shakes his hand that Steve will be wearing that costume. Oh, okay, because I got there were There's set leaks at the way beginning of all of this that showed them back in their Avengers 1 outfits. Paul Rudd was there. They all had those weird circular devices on their hands. Chris Hemsworth was back in the classic Thor costume. Um, Evans was back in the classic cap. Robert Downey Jr was wearing the black Sabbath t-shirt and then Paul Rudd was there as Ant-Man. So,
2: uh, that he, being said, it would make a lot of sense at this point for Tony to make sure that Cap trusts him because let's play this out, okay? I'm Tony, you're you're I come on the scene, my hair is gray, I'm like maybe 15 and there's two of me now. Steve, and I try to explain to you everything that's going on. Steve, who has no reason to have beef with with Tony at this point, Steve, and says, listen, this is going to sound really crazy. Believe me, but do you trust me? Scenario that do you trust me would make sense, although I'm inclined to think that it is more current uh disagreement uh their their current estrangement that like yeah i know that a lot of stuff has gone down between the two of us like i've got the phone i made the call this is when i need you this is when the world needs you and i need your help do you trust me yeah oh like there said, is th- there is some credibility to your theory i think i'm personally leaning toward the approach that marvel is trying to push at us
0: Like I, I I have so little. I'm so hesitant to like up with any type of speculation. My thing, and like I heard this in a script leak, like what feels like a thousand years ago. Um, and this could be total bullshit, but like part of me really loves the idea that like Tony is hopping around either different, uh, either through time or through a different dimension, and is trying to assemble his own Infinity Gauntlet to take on those with. I... And that he's there, like picking up different pieces of like different stones throughout the timeline and then coming back to throw down with Thanos um, on even playing, on even, on even ground. Um, Now, again, that could be total horseshit. We don't know. I don't know. I just love the idea of Tony, like, <laughs> not the deciding factor in this fight, but the but something that gives the Avengers the upper hand is just Tony being obnoxiously resourceful and that like that sense of, Ooh, I'll just build a better one coming into play and helping to level the playing field with Thanos. Um, But I do think that's going to be a time travel scene. I don't know in what capacity, Um, you know, I don't know if, you know, Steve just puts on his old costume and travels back in time, or if we're seeing Steve from the past, you know, there's so many different avenues and issues you run into with that. Not issues, but uh, possibilities. The other thing I really wanted to talk about was this Lego leak. Now, this is going to be our last story here. So we're... We're definitely in spoiler territory at this point. Um, now it's also common sense you can kind of put together what's happening. But if you want to avoid anything at all, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel. Now, if you're still here, the Lego League shows. Thanos attacking the Avengers facility. And I think this finally gives us a good idea of at least two what this timeline is going to look like. And I think we will have Tony get back to Earth, Thanos bring the fight to the Avengers, Destroy the facility. Maybe they lose somebody else in the melee, and um, after that is when they decide that they have to go through the quantum realm, uh, and then that's where the time travel comes into play. And after that, I have no idea. But this Lego leak shows that Thanos is going to throw down with the Avengers at the Avengers facility. Um, that's where the Rubble comes from, and you can still have the scene where they're all triumphantly marching down in their uh, quantum suits in the movie because the hangar is adjacent to the main facility. So you could have theoretically Thanos destroy the compound, but still have the um, facility or the hangar rather be intact. Makes sense. But that and like that amazing shot of like Cap, Tony, and Thor like from their legs down, slowly walking into frame, and Thanos sitting in front of them, which it looks like he's holding that big double-bladed sword that his act that the uh, Hot Toy action figure had. Okay, was that
2: T.J.? Oh, that was a reverb on my mic.
0: Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, but Thanos, the fact that he's back in the armor and has the gauntlet an intact gauntlet in those in that post in the um Empire magazine cover, and he's gonna have like this huge double bladed sword, he's pulling out at all the stops. Um and I love that. I love that somehow this amazing villain is even more threatening than he was the last time.
2: Yeah, if that's imaginable.
0: Yeah, and the other thing that like I just I really really appreciate um, is just Thanos as a character, and how much the success of Thanos boils down to Josh Brolin's performance. Like, so much of his dialogue should not work,
2: but it does.
0: He, like, he he speaks exclusively in monologue. Like, that, that first line he says in Infinity War, you know, re-watching it not too long ago, I've always marveled at the fact, no pun intended, uh. Hey, funny joke! Uh, I've always <laughs> marveled at the fact, like, that whole, like, you know, destiny arrives, or should I say, I have nine out of 10 lines that have the phrase, or should I say I either deliberately cringy and stupid or fall flat because they're poorly written. But like, he sounds legitimately menacing when he says, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. He, he, he turns in an excellent performance and I think a lot of it has to do with him. It's the writing is, is menacing when performed correctly, but, but only he, i think could pull it off like that
0: exactly i can't think of another actor who could play Thanos. i cannot think of a single actor who could embody this force of nature
2: better okay just uh just a theory here uh alec baldwin no (laughs) i'm kidding that was a joke laugh everybody No, no no i was thinking could it be alec baldwin
0: as trump as thanos (laughs)
2: <laughs> that would you can make that a fan film I'd be I'd that be happy be to I'd be happy to star as Steve Rogers in that fan film you know
0: you should have gone for the head <laughs> I'd watch that I'd watch that yeah. I'd buy a ticket to that to I make would make that a into- pronto <laughs> but um off the top of my head, I think that's all for the end game talk. Um. Now we have we have to, okay. How about next week? Because we for Captain Marvel, we we decided that we would do like the theory talk the week before. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do theory talk for end game next week. Yeah, that's fine. So whole lot to gnaw on um we're probably uh, looking ahead to the next week i didn't realize it um because it kind of snuck up on us because endgame has dominated so much of the news shazam comes out this
2: weekend (laughs) yeah and and we talked about how how excited we are for that movie in in a previous episode or to go out and check the the new shazam movie out I doubt that it will disappoint us Not the way all. that many DC movies have in recent years.
0: But yeah, I you gonna at least give it the effort. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be seeing it at some point this weekend. Uh, if you're able to make it out, hopefully we can do like an impromptu Shazam review. Like we did for Captain Marvel and get that in the can. asap. Um,
2: sooner, the better,
0: sooner, the better, but uh, we'll be able to, uh, Hopefully, I will have a computer and a better microphone functioning so that we can do our uh, MCU recap. Or maybe I can do that when it, we can do it in one go, with, like with you in the room and do it uh, Friday night of Steel CityCon.
2: Possibly, yes. That might uh, that might take up a chunk of our precious time. But it
0: might, yeah. Like I said, it's all about Joel. To-
2: huh? What would we do with Joel if we did that then? I mean, I guess he could listen or chime in, but anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we'll play the board that right? um, But we're definitely going to have a review for Shazam, and our MCU recap out before Endgame, and then whenever Endgame comes out, we are probably going to just do like an hour and a half spoiler cast. Um,
2: and of like course, a spoiler-free chunk at the beginning.
0: Spoiler-free chunk at the beginning, and then a spoiler
2: cast. Don't get um, don't get angry with us quite yet.
0: Don't get yeah yeah yeah. We're not gonna open it up and be like, "Oh, Rocket Raccoon died a slow and painful death." Red. By the hand <laughs> of Hawkeye. Anyway.
2: Okay, now now I know that that's a lie.
0: If I had like exclusive information, I'd talk about it on this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> However, Jared has any exclusive information in this case so don't get your danders up about Rocket Raccoon I'm sure Bradley Cooper will be just fine
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of a Star is Born joke and I couldn't Um, (laughs) but yeah um, that is all for this week Uh, be sure to order your whatever it takes t-shirts as soon as you can uh, like I said, make sure they're in in time for you to go see Endgame. And whenever you go see Endgame, you take a picture and you put that on the social medias and you tag Back Discussion on whichever social media platform you happen to be using so that we can be like, hey, thank you for the merch. You're awesome. You got a bitchin' t-shirt, friend. So be sure to do that stuff that I just said. And uh, <laughs> get yourself a shirt. And listen to next week's show, probably, because we'll probably do a Shazam review as its own pod and then do an actual news episode. But, uh, yeah, Spencer, where can the nice people at home find you?
2: Same place, as always, at Spence Cosplays on Instagram. And you can look forward to seeing me, uh, of course, at Steel City uh, next weekend. And I hope to catch you guys there. Jared, where can the nice people find you?
0: You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at darkjedi2552. Uh, Follow Spencer and my cosplay group, New Regime Cosplay, on Instagram. And follow Dubak Discussion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to check out our website, www.dubakdiscussion.net, for more reviews, theories, and debt merch. Um, can't wait to see any of you guys at Steel City Con. Uh, Like I said, we're going to be there next weekend. Uh, I know I'm going to be there all three days. Uh, I know Spencer is very much up in the air on that one.
2: Uh, Probably Friday evening and Saturday morning is when you'll find me.
0: Oh, so that is sounding positive for Saturday then. Okay, cool.
2: Saturday morning, yeah. Okay. Depending on some things but anyway i'll let yeah, you know so. i'll be sure to uh to let you guys know exactly when i'll be there just in case for whatever reason you are trying to find me specifically <laughs> but you, uh, yeah just you not me not tj just yeah you. <laughs> i uh if somebody singled me out personally
0: i'll be there with you so you'll be safe. after okay. all i'm just the interim co host so you'll be you'll still be a part of it, you know. Yes, of course. But um yeah. Uh but that's all for this week and be sure to tune in at the same bat time on the same bat channel and uh you guys have a good one.
2: Hey, guys.
1: Yeah. Ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse through the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I got the horses in the back Horse stock is attached sports car